Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Gracious and loving Lord Jesus, you have called us by the power of your word and the Holy Spirit, anointed us in the waters of baptism, and appointed us to be your disciples in this world. Lord, sometimes, a lot of times, we're a lot like Peter. And we have it in mind the way that we want to do it. And we're not really seeking your will. Forgive us. Put our feet on the right path and help, help us to, to seek your will in all things. And to serve you. With all of our heart, our soul, our mind and our strength. Be with us this day. In your name we pray, amen. Serve the Lord. It's a phrase that we've all heard and yet sometimes we forget about what that really means. To serve the Lord is to seek his will in all things, to come to him and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? So often we are a people who <clears throat> approach it somewhat backwards, and I'm guilty of doing this. We, we say something along the lines of, Lord, bless what I'm doing. It sounds okay, but what if what we're doing isn't his will? Maybe our prayer should be more along the lines of, Lord, help me to do that which you are willing to bless. To seek his will. Last week we heard that wonderful confession from Peter when Jesus asked the disciples, I, I, you know, now I've heard what other people are saying about me, but who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And of course, Jesus at that point said, upon this confession of yours, I will build my church. And then Jesus went on, the gospel tells us, to tell them about how he was going to be delivered in the hands of sinful, evil men and that he was going to be crucified dead on a cross and after the third day he would rise again. And Peter says to him in our gospel lesson today, No, far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. And Jesus turns to Peter. And says, get me, get thee behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance, a stumbling block to me. You have in mind not the things of God, but the things of man. 
And you think about it. It's God's way or man's way. We come to those crossroads sometimes in our own lives and we have to struggle with, do I really want to do what God wants me to do or do I want to do it my own way? And sometimes the things that God lays before us we know are challenging and difficult and they take us out of our comfort zone. And we don't really want to do them. Of course, the most famous individual in Scripture who didn't want to do it God's way? Jonah. I don't want to go to Nineveh. I'd rather take a Mediterranean cruise. We know how that turned out. God's way or our way? Sometimes people will say, I don't really know what God's will is for my life or what he wants me to do. Well, let's take a look at the answer to that. We really find it in our epistle lesson today from Romans. In that very first statement that he says there, let love be genuine. In other words, let your faith be genuine. Let your heart for Christ be genuine. Let your love for Christ be genuine. I was reading this text, and I couldn't help but think of what's going on in our world today, and how do we as Christians respond? How do we respond to what's going on in our world today? Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection. I love this one. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. And pause there. Serve the Lord. People say to me, I don't know what his will for my life is. Well, it's right there in three words serve the Lord. Well, Pastor, what does that mean? Well, you know what the Lord teaches, and you know how we ought to live. Serve the Lord, and as you serve the Lord and you live for the Lord, the other things in your life will, will unfold. God will guide you in the paths that he wants you to go. He'll open up the doors that he wants you to walk through, and he'll open up the windows that he wants you to climb through. Because, you see, serving the Lord means putting your heart into the right place and being of the right mindset. And when you're in the right place in the right mindset with your hearts focused on Jesus Christ, then what? Then you know the way to go. It's when our own stubbornness gets in the way, our own reluctance, our, our own humanness, our own desires that we lose sight of, of what it means to be a servant of Christ. Oh, we kind of know, but you see, we kind of see it in a fuzzy way. It's out of focus. We know the cross is there, but it's kind of in the background and it's there, but we want to do life our own way on our own terms and, and take it as it comes. And we forget. 
that the cross needs to be clearly focused in our lives, even in the darkness of what's going on around us, even in light of the evil in the world. Christ says, be focused on me. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. The emphasis on prayer is important. We need to be a people of prayer in our lives today. We need to be praying for our culture, for our nation, for our world. We need to be praying for the hearts of people to be turned to Jesus Christ because he really is the answer. You see, to be a servant of Christ, to be uh, focused on him, means to be a Christ-centered people. A people who wake up in the morning and pray, Lord, guide my steps this day. Help me to do those things that you have prepared in advance for me to do. Help me to be your servant in body, mind, and spirit. To speak your words with my lips. To be an encouragement. To share your hope. To give the answer to those who are searching and asking questions. Lord, help me. Help me to follow your word, to bless those who persecute you, to bless and, and not curse them, to rejoice with those who rejoice, to weep with those who weep, to live in harmony with one another. Help me not to be haughty, but rather to associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight, but rather seek God's wisdom. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. And if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Wow. Are those words meaningful for our world today? Absolutely. To have the peace of Christ dwell in our hearts and in our lives and to utter the words of Christ from our lips, that's what impacts and changes the world. Because you see Christ... Christ modeled it for us. He took the sins of the whole world upon himself. He took all of the evil that's there and he paid the price for it. And that's where we need to point people to a Savior who died for them, to a Savior who gave it all up for them, and a Savior who rose again for them, leaving the cross empty. so that life could be ours. To serve the Lord is to serve the Lord with a gladness in our hearts and in our lives. A gladness that says, I am a redeemed child of God. I am saved by the precious blood of Jesus Christ and what he did for me on the cross is immeasurable and invaluable. Because you see, the words that he writes to us today are his words. Let love be genuine. Because you see, in genuine love, he went to a cross for you and for me and for the world. In genuine love, he laid down his life for another. In genuine love, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do.
serve the Lord, the only way we can do it is with genuine love. Love for Christ, love for one another, and love for the world. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds and the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.